Listen, My bad. Before we bring we in our guests, even when they are as special part of our family as Aditi, we have to let you know that they are being brought in by the Gridiron Guys Hotline. Looking for a local roofer you can trust? Family-owned since 2003, the Gridiron Guys have grown to become Northeast Ohio's top-rated roofers. We exemplify quality work practices, are a valued resource for homeowners, and offer a 10-year workmanship warranty. Call 330-573-7967 today for a free estimate or roof inspection. Aditi, thanks for joining us today. You're coming in at the perfect time of a conversation. I mean, Mike. What happened? I forgot. I forgot. What My happened? Bad. My bad. Go, go. <laughs> grid, grid, grid. Gridiron, guys. That's yeah, what work. they pay for. That's, that's what the gridiron guys pay for. I'm so sorry. That's the best. Yeah, trying to get more sponsors. On that. Yep. Let's go. Aditi, um, I, I brought up the point that some might be a little too anxious to throw dirt on the Steelers' grade. I'm now anxious to. Ben is gone. Um, I think the general consensus is they're going to be a team that hovers around 500, but not really a team that figures into the playoff uh, race when it's all said and done. Are, are we, on, are we onto something or are we, are we being a little too presumptuous? It, you count out the Steelers at your own peril. Yeah. I'm doing it at my own every peril. time you think, every time you think they're dead and done, Mike Tomlin pulls something out. And I will remind you, Duck Hodges, Duck Hodges. He came up earlier in the show. I, oh, I told him about Duck Hodges. Hey, I told him about him. Just just missed the playoffs. Look, look, you look at the they Steelers missed right it. now. I buried them, and they what? missed it. They missed the playoffs last year. Okay, but again, yeah. let's talk about this year right now, okay? okay? They were they missed the playoffs last year, but they were still in the conversation. They were still in it. What do you mean, wait, they missed the playoffs? They played the Chiefs. What are you talking about? They made, they the, made, the, they made the playoffs. They made the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell, the hell am I talking about? <laughs> she agree, you agreed with That's me. Two. Bull, Bull has to go in the penalty <laughs> box. To, two <laughs> minutes for misinformation. That's two days in a row. vegan for the next day. Mm. I love Aditi's, Aditi's look on her face. They didn't deserve anyway, it. They stink. I literally didn't know what, what you were talking about. You're the, you're That's the a bad job out of me. That's a bad job out of me. Right now. Yeah. They have the highest paid defense in the NFL. They have a defense that is littered with first round picks and they have improved they have playmakers. I would argue that there are three legitimate game breakers on that defense. Minka Fitzpatrick, no matter what Madden says, is one of the best safeties in the game and he's certainly being paid like it. TJ Watt and Cam Hayward, who doesn't get enough attention up front for eating up double, triple teams and opening everything for those outside rushers for Watt and Highsmith. I like that Steelers defense a lot, and I really love that Terrell Austin and Brian Flores are in that room now. We know that Mike Tomlin calls the defense on game days, but when you have T.A. and Flores having input, and Flores has already improved the linebackers. The linebackers are already better with Miles Jack there. So you've got a great defense. They desperately needed to improve their offensive line. They ostensibly did. We'll see in camp how improved it is. We'll see at the start of the season how improved it is. But they actually invested in the offensive line. You expect Najee Harris to be better. And now they don't have necessarily as seasoned a quarterback as they did as Ben Roethlisberger, but they have two much, much, much younger, more athletic guys who actually fit what Matt Canada wants to do. So I think that just sitting here and saying, oh, Ben's gone, so they're going to be seven and 10 or eight and nine, like it's just, it feels like it's too easy to pat to do that. You actually have to look at the roster, look at what they have, look at who's on their coaching staff and 
again, I do think that Mitch Trubisky is going to surprise some people. I think he's going to play much better than what you saw of him in Chicago. But I don't think anybody's saying it because Roethlisberger retired because he sucked the last two years anyway. I'm was, saying that. Yeah, no, Mike did. Mike yeah, said, Mike okay. said, you know, I'm well, not saying it. Everybody had, says that Tomlin is the guy that always figures Tomlin's it out. Tomlin's a great coach. And Mike said, but Ben has always been there. And we've I just, seen I'm ben. just saying we haven't seen them a full season. They're never been. I, I hear you. Yeah. They're so, never been. And until they do that, I feel like you know the pressure's on them. I'm Aditi, with, I yeah. said before that the Steelers are like. Studs and duds on defense. That's how I see it. Am I also wrong? Also a great men's clothing store name. Yeah, that's true. By the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about that. Like, what? where where are you seeing a dud? Are, are you calling Devin Bush a dud? Because last year, the first year off of the surgery, he I, underachieved some? I'm just not that impressed with their back seven outside of Minka Fitzpatrick at all. But I could be wrong. I don't follow I mean, I think as closely fair. as you do. I'm very curious about the corner play. I mean, I yeah. definitely want to see what happens. Although, look, Levi Wallace was tremendous in Buffalo. They kept trying to find somebody else to beat him out, and every year he was as good as he gets. And I've talked to the secondary coaches in Buffalo who rave about him. I think that, again, sometimes you need a fresh start. You need a new place to go. And it's just – it's. I'm not saying that they are – the kings of the division right now i think it's the Bengals that you have to beat okay obviously but i also am not willing to write them off and say oh the steelers are definitely going to have a bad year but you the also, steelers are definitely going to have a down year you understand why we're anxious to write them off obviously <laughs> having been pummeled by them for so well, long so as soon as we get the opportunity we I want mean, to now my twitter mentions every day is browns fans and steelers fans fighting with each other constantly I and mean, yeah. it's just it feels like beautiful pleasure yep. and ripping on it's like steelers israel and palestine <laughs> but uh, Aditi, you just scared us for a good like five minutes, uh, reminding us about a bunch of the uh, a bunch of the great Steelers and how how good they have the potential to be. My question is, can you now make us feel better by sh telling us some of their weaknesses that you're scared of, just to kind of balance out how I'm feeling right now? Well, you definitely need it. I mean, the linebacker play in the run defense was atrocious. I okay, started saying horrible. Good. It's More. Worse than horrible, atrocious a year ago. Okay. Now, part of it, I think, is that the Steelers just sold out to stop the pass. They weren't really committed to the run game. I think that they were super hurt by not having Tyson Alualu, their big run stuffer, in the middle and not having Stefan to it. So now you've got Alualu back. They have some defensive ends that they feel a little bit better about. So let's see what happens there. And their inside linebacker play, which obviously – Everything in football is a puzzle, right? It's how it fits together. So TJ Watt was so great, and people questioned how good is he just because Bud Dupree is on the other side. Similarly, the inside linebackers had a very tough task when that defensive front wasn't so great. Now let's see, can Devin Bush play better? He's that first rounder that Kevin Colbert traded up for. That was a bit disappointing a year ago. But now he's a full year off of that knee surgery. And I was just talking to Bud Dupree about this. It does take a full year. That first year back, you're not necessarily 100%. So Devin Bush is playing for a contract. Devin Bush is playing knowing that he's completely doubted. And Devin Bush is also playing next to Miles Jack, who, by the way, is an improvement over Joe Schobert. So you would like to think that the inside linebacker play is better. And then, of course, we want to see what happens. No, we would like, like no, that's not not we like to hear no. it all. What's crazy is even when Mike asks Aditi to point out their deficiencies so yeah. we feel better, she, she puts such a positive spin on it, I feel worse. <laughs> Here's where they're weak. Don't but, sweat but, it. Yeah, Don't right. sweat it. The Steelers will be set eight games this year. We'll be fine. 
that did not scratch that <laughs> no, itch, Aditi, that I needed right there, <laughs> telling me bad the things. Steelers had the worst quarterback situation in the AFC besides the Texans. Don't, don't matter. Doesn't, so it'll be all right. Doesn't matter. Here's what's, here's the problem. Disagree. Aditi. Here's the problem. They 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 taking things out of consideration. They're not even factoring this in. I'm I'm 40, right? And for my whole life, you know what I've seen? I've Steelers seen, kicking ass. I've seen the Steelers come in here, knock your players unconscious. <laughs> I've seen your put the Steelers come take in cheap here. Shots, wait, cheap shots, hey, kick your punter hey, in the face. Kick your punter yeah. in the face. Yeah, kick the wave in the their face. towels in your stadium. Yes. And the Cleveland Browns have been walking around like Boy Scouts. Oh, we're gonna be. We're Just gonna. Kick their ass. We're gonna have. We're gonna have great sportsmanship, and we're gonna get Jason Tresnick. And we're gonna, what about Miles Garrett when he beat hey, the hey, crap hey, out of the great that, kazoo? That's, Everybody was. Hey, that's people one, were criticizing you. That's one time. That was a weak hit. Too. That's one time. It you was. got one game. It glanced, it glanced him. I need this year to be truthful. Big Big Ben then left. I need the Cleveland Browns to establish something. They gotta kick their ass. They gotta. I think this is the biggest because the the first four games, the Steelers game is the one game that that. It is is could be an L if you play around mm. because that that game I, they're going to already come in here with their defense. They're going to come ready to play. My question to you, Aditi, is do the Browns have to establish something past Big Ben? Because it, you know that that record I, I got tired of seeing the graphic. What is he a hundred and one or something? He had more wins than any other quarterback in, in, in our stadium than, than our starters. I think Baker Except finally passed the all-time win. Was all time win. <laughs> we got to do something. You know what? In a real rivalry, in a real rivalry, those games count double. You know they're division yeah. games, so they count more. But in general, it doesn't matter. I think if you are an AFC North team and you win 13 games, but you lose twice to your rival, yeah. then I think the still has a pall on it basically and you're right you do need to establish something but i have a question for you g mm-hmm. why are you so down on the steelers quarterback situation and adam too oh no when you know that Stubisky and kevin and kenny pickett are available but you're just completely ignoring the import of the quarterback position to the cleveland no, browns no no, no, no. yeah they, but that's just temporary with the browns the, like i i that's why I like temporary. it. If you take the Kobe Brissett, great question. Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, d- d- I told you. I told you guys this on Monday. Nobody knows. All we're hearing is yeah. spin from both sides. You're I'm right. telling you this. Sue Robinson is not leaking anything. So, With Brissett, no. the Browns have the worst quarterback it, situation it, in the AFC besides yeah. Houston. Right. So I agree, but that we know that's temporary. Even if even if it's just one year, we know by next year they'll have a great quarterback. The Steel- but we're like, talking about this year. I know we're that, but the year. Steelers quarterback situation for this year is definitely one of the worst in the AFC. The Browns is only definitely I- the worst if if Watson doesn't play. See, I disagree. I feel. Are you sure that the Jets situation is better? I'm not sure. You think sure. Kyle Wilson is better than Mitch and Kenny? Not really, but no. I'm sure the Jets wouldn't trade Zach Wilson. You want me to keep guys. going? No, you can give me the oh, Jaguars. Would. What's that? No, wait. You I don't, don't think, think that, that Doug Peterson is fixing Trevor Lawrence? I, I would. I would definitely rather have Trevor Lawrence than what the Steelers have. One hundred percent. I don't think anybody would rather have the Steelers quarterbacks than Trevor Lawrence. You'd oh, rather have those okay. guys than Trevor Lawrence. I like this take. Go no, ahead, I'm not saying me. that. But you mentioned the Jaguars, so I was like, wait, where are we going with that oh. one? No. Yeah, I'm saying like the Jaguars and the Jets don't have great quarterback situations at the moment, and I, I, I actually am not a believer in Zach Wilson. So maybe I'd even give you fourteenth uh, instead of fifteenth, but no, there's no other team that you like. What other team would you rather have has a worse quarterback situation than the Steelers, except for maybe the I just, Jets? I, I just think that we're kind of undervaluing what 
I think we're just underselling what the Steelers are going to get out of that position. Well, see, the I Mitch Trubisky thing that... is tough, Aditi, just because I think in the NFL, out of sight, out of mind, and because he was backing up right. all last year in Buffalo, people have forgotten, and, and I'm this is one part of the reason why I'm not so quick to throw dirt on the Steelers. People have forgotten that Mitch Trubisky – so had a Pro Bowl year. Okay, but who's he better than besides nobody maybe, around him? Uh, you know what? In this system, yeah. we just don't know. He's a great player. And that's the point. Was, we don't know that's how exactly he's good. Was Doc Hodges We any don't good? know how he's I mean, going to play in this offense with Mike Tomlin. We don't know. And with the year that he had under Brian Dable in Buffalo. And again, I just think he's in so much a better situation. We all know this. When you're in a workplace where you feel valued, where you feel you fit, where you feel that the coordinator listens to you and is playing to your strengths, it just makes a difference. And it translates beyond what you've seen before. And so, you know, it's funny. Mike Tomlin teases me all the time about asking feelings questions. But you know what? Football is not black and white. It's not all clear. Like sometimes there are gray things that affect the way that you play. And I think that Mitch Trubisky is right now in an ideal situation. And I'm also, I fully expect Mitch Trubisky to start the season. But I'm also not writing off the possibility that Kenny Pickett just completely, totally blows him out of the water in training camp. Wow. We don't Aditi, know. We're going to see. I don't disagree that if Trubisky is going to have success, Pittsburgh is one of the very few places I think it could happen. I don't disagree with you at all. You get, Mike Tomlin's a great coach. It's a great system. They're, they are, are winners. I, I understand that. However, the Steelers don't even fully believe in Mitch Trubisky. Otherwise, they wouldn't have drafted Kenny Pickett. If they were 100% certain about Trubisky, teams with good quarterbacks in their 20s don't draft quarterbacks in the third rounds. In the third round. Well, sure, but we've always known that Mitch Trubisky was kind of a patch, right? Isn't that why they offered him a two-year deal at essentially backup money? It was like, okay, well, this is a good guy to give a flyer to, and we don't know that he's necessarily our franchise quarterback. And look, right. it was Kenny Pickett that the Steelers loved. If Kenny Pickett was not available at 20, they weren't taking Desmond Ritter or Malik Willis. They were ready to go ahead and yeah. ride with Mitch Trubisky. It was right. that Kenny Pickett was there at 20, and they wanted him, and but, they thought that that was yeah. their chance. Okay, great. And I think I just screwed up again and said you third did. round third for Kenny round. Pickett. Yeah. Uh, but but I'm on a roll. Taken. I'm on a roll. Fake news but yes, over here. But, Fake ulti- news. but ultimately, in the end, like I can't go crazy about Mitch Trubisky when they just drafted a quarterback because they don't think he's good enough. Right? I mean. But nobody's saying you have to. Again, a football team is a sum of your parts. So what we're sitting here is right, saying the this could be a completely lights out defense, but this could be the top scoring defense in the NFL. This could be a defense that scores, that makes, as Mike Tomlin calls, splash plays regularly, a defense that really contributes to the scoreboard. So you've got that. This is a team that can run the ball really, really well. And I know earlier you were talking about the run game and how much Nick Chubb should run and what that says, et cetera. Yeah. Etc. But in the AFC North, if you establish the line of scrimmage, if you establish the run game, that opens up everything else. And you've also got a young wide receiver who's got some game-breaking ability in Deontay Johnson, who's never had the ability to really play with a quarterback who can make things consistently happen downfield. And so now let's see. Let's see what happens. I'll tell you, I really like those two young wide receivers too, George Pickens and Calvin Austin. I'm terrified. I mean, of the I think now. Oh my god, you guys are gutless. You're a gutless bunch amongst them. I, I got scared too. Like maybe they'll fall on their faces, and maybe you'll get to cackle. I'm just saying, you write them off yeah, at your I own peril. I'm with you. That's I'm it. with you, Aditi. I'm, I'm with you. Quick follow up though: When Ben is inducted into the Hall of Fame, should there be an asterisk? on his plaque that says that 20% of his wins were against the Browns and the Bengals. Because I feel like it should. Isn't that fair? 
and he racked him up feel, through the 2000s. Don't you feel like that's the greatest statement, though, on the competitor he is? Yeah. That the Ohio who was passed up by his home state team, stuck it to that home state team every single year. Yeah, like, it's fun to hear it out loud. Yeah, it's <laughs> real fun to hear That's too petty he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Aditi, Mike asked just a question right before you came on, and now I'm curious to get your response on it. If you remove quarterback position, who has the best roster in this division? I said the Ravens, and I was the only one who said the Ravens. Would you lean Steelers? Uh, I think I would still go Browns. Okay. I know that the Browns – now, I think there's some big question marks here, right? Because I don't know the Bengals' offensive line, and I don't know the Steelers' offensive line. They both desperately had to improve, and they both made some investments this offseason in their offensive line. Until I actually see those groups of five together, I have to say that the Browns have the best offensive line. Was that Um, so hard? I – is it hard? No, we just want, I just wanted to hear something positive about the Browns. That's, I was just happy to hear something positive about the Browns. Yeah. No, but I mean, if it's true, it's true. It's not like I come on the show and lie. Or I know you don't, talk. Aditi. You give us the truth, That's and, why I, we and have sometimes you all it hurts. Time. You give us what, the truth. I, I'm not the very pres- good at that. I'm not I don't good think at the rabble rousing. I feel like hot, being a hot take artist. I, I'm a def- crappy liar. Is defense? Uh, what's the what's the position group that the Steelers are best in the division? The, I think the only one that could be would be defensive line. There can't be anything else. Right. I like their D line a lot. I mean, and you've got the addition of Ogan Joby, who I think is one of the most underrated players totally in the agree. NFL. Yep. Totally agree. Um, yep. But I, you know, like I think Highsmith. I think Alex Highsmith, the young player who plays on the other side. T.J. Watt plays one end, and Highsmith plays the other at outside linebacker. I do think that he's about to have a monster year, and I think that T.J. is ready to have another killer year. I like their pass rush. I really do. And I just think that their pass rush has helped so, so much by having Cam Hayward up there and will be helped even further by having Tyson Alualu there back as well. So I think, and I know that this will hurt, and I'm sorry, of course, I think Miles Garrett and Clowney are great, but I might like the Steelers' defensive front right there. Well, the Steelers more. got better tackles than the, than the Browns do. They're both really good up front. Yeah, yeah. And, the, you know, and the, the Bengals Ravens are good are up front, too. Yeah, I don't, I, they yeah, are good I up front, but I don't think... I, a ton of potential, but yep. they're still young. We haven't seen it. When you look at running back, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, obviously. I mean, that's the best Way better, running back yeah. tandem. That's the best running back room in the, entire conf, in the entire league. Forget the division. But it's hard to say, you know... I think Mixon is great. I think Najee Harris is great. And J.K. Dobbins is pretty darn good before he was hurt, too. So I think that everybody's going to run the ball well. Uh, wide receiver. Yeah, the Bengals are number one by a lot. I mean, you have to say the Bengals have the best yeah. wide receivers, right? Yeah, tight yeah. end. We already went through tight end. I, I, and Joko has to show me a lot. Yeah, He's going to show me a lot. Best. Baltimore has the best tight end. Right, Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore's I like both got the best. Right now, what we're saying, this is all very depressing. We play in the best, why is it the best division? Because this division is exciting, it's exciting, but it's it's part of the fun. Yeah, it's great. The the games are great, but I would so much rather we play in a division that has three other six in a row. We we need (laughs) it. We we got that for baseball, the AL Central. 
Winning is fun. I know, but that's like when the Patriots were beating up on the little sisters of the poor every single year. I mean, it was boring. How yeah, are those Sundays so fun? But, 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 but weren't the playoffs fun when uh, the when the Steelers did that to the Browns twice every single year? Yeah, they, they weren't fun complaining the that this was fun. This is boring. And to your point, Aditi, about the Patriots, because they played in such a weak division, it didn't take, you know, it wasn't death by a, a million cuts. When they got to the playoffs, their path to the playoffs was so easy because they had garbage in their division. And they had a higher seed. And they were a higher because seed. Because they got to pile up wins. They, they racked up a lot of yeah, Super Bowl rings playing in that crappy division. I mean, what? think about all the teams that, you know, we've seen in recent years, wild cards. We've seen in recent years. That's happened. Those yeah. teams that won all those road games go and win the Super Bowl. The, the Bengals just went to the Super Bowl it as a wild card. Yeah. It can happen. I'm just saying, it's it, to me, winning is fun, so it would be a lot more fun if we were in the AFC South. They got to go take it. Well, yeah, I, you, you look, I, I do really like the Browns roster. We already established this on Monday. The Browns are built to win right now. So whatever happens Absolutely. at the quarterback situation, at the quarterback position, I do think that they are, in fact, built to win. And, I mean, it just feels like we're so antsy for training camp to start, right? Oh, gosh. Like, how much more can talk about this. Yeah, yeah. Let's just see what actually happens on the field and talk about what we're really seeing. McNuggets wants in with a question. It's fun to report an injury. So <laughs> within the last few minutes, it's being reported that Kyler Murray has signed a massive extension with the oh, Arizona Cardinals. That's a mistake. I think to it's a Arizona too. for five to six years. My question for you guys and Aditi. I want Do we Aditi. know a number? No number yet, but that's my question. Yeah, I want to Do see we it. think it's fully guaranteed like Deshaun Watson's contract was? Aditi, I'll let you start. I don't think so. I don't I'm going to guess now. By the way, we keep saying that Baker, uh, that uh, Deshaun Watson had the first guaranteed contract. Didn't Kirk Cousins get the first guaranteed contract? Yes. And, he, and unlike Deshaun Watson, he's a mediocre player. I think his was the first that was the highest, that was the biggest number in the NFL. He's the highest paid player. You know what's it's so all funny guaranteed. is how, you know what's so funny? The NFL is, right now in the sports world, there are only two sports that are seeing viewership and ratings and fan engagement growing. And that's Formula One and the National Football League. And yet we get so unbelievably hot and bothered by NFL players getting these fully guaranteed contracts. What about Major League Baseball? I agree. Listen, I don't get hot and bothered Comparisons to what a baseball player makes versus what an NFL player makes. And maybe we can just say, this is the reckoning that players deserve at this point. It's about time. I don't think anybody's hot and bothered by it. Well, I just feel like people are just so bent out of control and you constantly hear this storyline, whether it's true or not, that the league is angry at the Haslams and owners are angry at the Haslams. Maybe the Haslams are the first ownership group actually doing right by the players that play the game. Grab that clip. Maybe. Please. I mean, just throwing it out. That's a dope line. I'm sending to the Haslams. Look, let me just say really quickly before I'm accused of being an apologist for Dean Jimmy Haslam. It's not a conversation that I've ever had with them. I have no idea if it was anything more than other, we just really want Deshaun Watson and this is what it's going to take. I don't know that there was a bigger statement in doing it. I'm just kind of saying we as fans, we as media people, we get so up in arms. How could you give this huge guaranteed contract to somebody, especially somebody who has potential baggage or who does have baggage? Well, why aren't the players saying it's about time that we get fully guaranteed contracts? It's about time they caught when up with the other leagues. The NBA and our brethren in Major League Baseball yes, are getting those guaranteed Absolutely. Contracts. And I, that's why I don't know that it's so much up in arms. I it got was, the it info. Was shocking. I got the it Kyler Murray info. It is not fully guaranteed. 
Kyler Murray's extension with the Cardinals, five years, $230.5 million. By the way, Deshaun Watson's Deshaun was $230 million even. So it's $0.5 million more over five years. Not by accident. Uh, right. That's exactly right. <laughs> $160 million guaranteed. Man. That's all? That's by, by the way, I, I'd much rather have Deshaun Watson at 230 guaranteed than Kyler Murray at 160 guaranteed. Absolutely. Any day I think of the that's week. a huge Kyler mistake. Kyler Murray bailed on his teammates last year. Kyler and Murray bailed on his teammates. And he at the end of every year, Kyler, Kyler Murray. Colt McCoy, you know what? Colt McCoy yelled at him and said, you will regret this. You get back in that game. And he didn't go back in that game against the Rams. Colt McCoy yeah. yelled at him. You know how they yeah. always have these lists? Like, they, we talk about these lists all the time of, like, the best quarterback uh, coach combos. I think Kyla Murray and what's the schmo who's the coach there? Uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Schmo. Cliff, His Kingsbury. Name is Cliff Kingsbury. I think they are the most overrated combo in the history of football. Oof. But he's good. He's Kyler good Murray's good, not great. He's good. He, co- and, and he and his a, coach. The coach never did anything in college. I don't know how he got an NFL job. They don't want to Sean McVay. Because he's got a hot wife and he's friends with Sean McVay. I think that's they, they it. Do I don't not know. want to go back to purgatory, so any good quarterback is going to get the bag. Aditi, we hate to have you leave all and I'm of glad this. he got paid good for him. I just don't think he's that <laughs> but good. But we know we know we only have you for a limited time. Thank you for Sorry, joining dude. us. No, it's okay. No, we appreciate you. I'll be in Korea in a few weeks, so hopefully I get to come and you can clear a chair for me. That'll be wonderful. Yep. I'll I'll, yes. th- I'll just leave now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See you, Jace. No. <laughs> Thank you for all the positive Steelers. Bye, bye. Please. Yeah. See you soon. Sorry, Mike. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I mean, good for Kyle Murray for getting paid. Yeah, yeah. I'm always for guys. I never paid. begrudge when guys. I get wouldn't paid. make that deal. I just. Yeah, I wouldn't make. And that I get deal. what G's saying. Ultimately, if you. Wait, what else are you going to do? It's not like they had else you going to do. He's right. I know. I know. That's where we are option? now. No. I think you it's hilarious. Choice, though. You have to pay these guys. It sucks. To, yeah. I mean, because it's quarterback purgatory. Yeah. You don't I, know what's out there. I, I love the fact that it's 230.5. Uh-huh. You know, that is Patty LeBull. I was, that that you, is. You, you're telling your agent, I'm not signing this until it's 500,000 more. Yeah. What's the difference? 500,000. They should have made it $1. I was, I was, I was <laughs> like, it's like right. yeah. one. Uh-huh. Guys have done that. I was trying to get divorced way early. I had no better option, bro. Right. Just yeah, there you go. Do. Just hang out. I saw you just admitted that on live TV. I streaming. I never heard that Colt McCoy yelled at him, which is just hilarious to me. Had you heard that? No. Y'all get back in there. You know? <laughs> Colt hey, McCoy. Hey, Colt McCoy, McCoy is like the oh, backup in the NFL. He is. Man. Old yeller. <laughs> man. And the guys all said, like, That's we, how he we, he's easy to laugh at, obviously. Yeah, I love But you. when it's all said and done, he's going to ride off into the of sunset. He's talking backup about bag. That guy's going to have kid. 10 bags. And he's, he's gonna, uh, uh, nobody's got the bag more than Chase Daniel. That guy's made it. He's barely played yeah, in the NFL. Wow. He's made a ton of money as a backup. I found somewhere at the Dollar Tree, uh, one time at the Dollar Tree, Colt McCoy's autobiography. Uh, I forget what it's called, but it's fantastic. It is the most boring autobiography I've ever read in my you life. There's me not the text. You read tell it? us, yeah. tell oh, us yeah. the most wow. controversial thing in there. There is not one tantalizing bit of information in it. It's all about him just like his workout routine and stuff. And then at one point he's like, one summer I had to do it. I made a hard choice and I gave up drinking soda pop. <laughs> <laughs> and that was really what he was hook, like hooked on. Oh that was his like, what is really impressive is you read it. I, yeah, yeah I, went through, I read the whole thing. I think I feel like Mike goes to the dollar store just to find things like 100%. that. One hundred percent. Absolutely. I've so been to awesome. the dollar store yeah. with Mike before. I would like to go with Mike. And to some the of the stuff store. that yeah. he decides to take we to the counter, take a I'm trip like, to the Mike, dollar yes, store and the thrift yes. store yes. together. Yeah, let's do that. He's got the most epic old school hi-fi. For like, you guys don't even know what that word is. Yeah, but we don't know what word is. I'm 51 years old. You do, but I guarantee you, Jeep Bush is like. Hi-fi. Yeah. So, back that? in the day, bro, they used to have floor. It was furniture. 
It was a piece of furniture. It's a cabinet record player. And it had like a, a turntable, an eight-track player, mm -hmm. and a receiver. Oh, my dad had huge four-model speakers. My, my dad yeah. had one of yeah, those. Yeah, and it was yeah. real yeah. hi-fi sound. Yeah. So yep. Mike and I were at the store, and he goes, got to have this. Yeah. And I'm like, explain <laughs> that to him. He goes, mm -hmm. I'm going to paint the sucker turquoise blue. It's going to be awesome piece. <laughs> and I kind of was like, okay, let's get it. it but yeah. it looks awesome. Sounds good, too. And it was originally supposed to be for the station for a thing, but it it, then, then COVID broke out. I'm like, well, I guess it's mine now. So I just kept it. <laughs> Did you expense it? It's like, oh, yeah. free high five. Yeah, it's free like high who's winning now? Keeping the massaging chair. Same thing. It, right? Exact same yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Can we get some B-roll of you going thrift shopping? We have it. We yeah. have it. I'll wear a GoPro. Oh, I gotta see it. I went. Yeah. I, I <laughs> oh spent the day with God, Mike yep. and a camera yeah. crew. Um, it's worth shopping it. at. At it was wonderful. Mm -hmm. it was, it's you know what else? Blue ticket day. In they that same vein, I'd like to see. Mike Polk shopping at Walmart mm -hmm. midnight on a Saturday in like Alabama. Oh yeah, that'd be perfect. <laughs> I mean, that'd be the greatest thing ever. Just go to Steelyard Commons. It's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So Mike, Mike, his stand up, Lost he does sponsor. a whole stand up yeah. bit on the yeah. Walmart at yeah. Steelyard Commons, which will absolutely leave you in tears. I'm actually this Friday, tears. actually. Uh, wait, should have mentioned that. Plug it. Or wait, no, yeah. next Friday. Next, next Friday, Friday at. Yeah. Uh, Pickwick and Frolic. Awesome. Sure. Ah, that's, that's, the, that's my place. I go there all often. There you yeah, go. He's, yeah. You will not regret it if you go see Mike. It's a very, very entertaining show. I wouldn't show. promise that. Um, he always likes to set the bar low, but he yeah. always jumps over it. Um, the, the, the other thing on the uh, on the, the shopping trip that we mm -hmm. learned, Mike has this, it's a, it's a skill. He can look at vintage pieces and automatically detect which one he can buy and make cool and which one is vintage and it's trash. Sure. My parents had a furniture store, so it's like a, my mom had really good taste and stuff, and so she's she she could walk through a place and be like, even yeah. like a real for, new furniture store, she's yeah. like, crap, plywood. <laughs> She'll like look at the label in a drawer. She's like, this is a Dickensie. And I'm like, what are you talking about? But yeah, some of that like, did you pass. Like, yeah, top, a little bit. Top five, top five crap stores, they like, we can do that tomorrow. Yeah. What's your store, your go-to store? Uh, I like Value World. I like Savers. Um, Savers does Half Price Monday. I recommend. Uh, they have a branch in. Uh, they have one on Brook Park Road, and then they have one on the near west side. And then they also, but I love Habitat, uh, that um, Restore. Yep, that's which is the one on one ten. That's where we went. Yep, right. that's and that's one of my faves too. But that's a, like more housing stuff. Yeah, and, like, like uh, you get some brick, good bricks there. Right, like, you need like ten bricks. I've never good, heard good of any bricks. of these places. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. my mom is a, but this is what she does. <laughs> uh -huh. Says the man is driving a Benz. Cinder blocks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Top, top five, I guess. Right. It is time for top oh, yeah. five. I would top like five. To see a top five. One time from Mike Polko, the five best things he's ever bought at a oh, thrift shop. Oh yeah, we'll do that. Maybe we can do that in the future. The and if we do, I got some pictures. The shield was mm, fantastic. Mm -hmm. It'll be brought to you by Roundstone Insurance. Of course it will. Roundstone offers a better alternative for affordable quality health care. For more than a decade, Roundstone mm -hmm, Insurance mm -hmm. has been saving small and mid-sized businesses money, an average of twenty percent. Twenty percent. Contact us to learn how you can get great healthcare benefits that your employees will love and save money too. Bull is warming Mama up. Was around stone. <laughs> I know he was warming you up. You gotta give him. me. You gotta give get, me the second verse, though. I can't remember the next verse of that song. Mama was around stone. <laughs> I don't think that's very flat. Bull, you just insulted your mother. Uh. <laughs> My mother's skinny as a rail and uh, tiny. Mm. My mom's like 4'11", probably like 90 pounds. Aw, will never change. <laughs> Don't ever change. I know you won't. My but... sister's even smaller. She's like 4'10", 90 pounds. Wow. Good Lord. <laughs> I don't fit. Okay. <laughs> we got to have a question. What Top five. Yeah, right. Is. So after yesterday's yeah. backward score debacle with our yeah. good friend Anthony, we decided to do the five best <laughs> Anthonys of all time. 
Oh, Except good. then we realized there was too many Anthonys to choose from. So today we're doing the five best Anthony athletes okay. of all time. Oh, all right. first or last name? Both. Okay. Because yeah. I was going to say twist. Carmelo's got to be in there. Anthony Parker. Carmelo's on here. Right? We'll Anthony Carmelo. Mason. Right. Well, don't name them all, guys. He's going to do them. Yeah. Let's ahead. get to number five. <laughs> Anthony Booger. He don't, he's not Anthony. He yes, he counts. He counts. Nah. 23 and a half sacks, Super Bowl champion. <laughs> That's bad. He Top goes five by boogers Booger. next May time. have been higher, but he goes by Booger, not Anthony, so he lost Anthony points. Okay. Good. That's, That's terrible. terrible. Yep. That's true. I didn't right. even know that was his name, actually. I, I didn't even know. I was in Tampa when he got drafted, and everybody went nuts. Why, why, why did, is your name really Booger? <laughs> did, uh, what is, real quick origin story on that? <laughs> his sister, it was a, a nickname that his sister gave him. Somehow. And he stuck with it. I think she was trying to call him brother, but was calling him Booger. Okay. So I, I can't remember. He's told me the story before, but I, I think it's, it's something like that. Okay, um, four. So this guy would have been higher had he fully embraced the Anthony name. Oh. He went by a nickname. It takes away the Anthony points that came to the highly generated algorithm for this list. If you have Let's to explain it. it this much, it can't be good. <laughs> Let's take it. Tony Hawk. No, stop it. Wait a minute. He's not Anthony. He's Tony. Yes, he is. He is an Anthony. Well, this of course, is a birth certificate. But Tony Romo's Antonio. He's not an Anthony. This is all tricky. These are re- weird little uh, qualifiers. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. was hoping that the, the number next five three, and number four guys would we would have known as Anthony. This the opens next three up are to real Anthony's. Now. The next three are real Anthony's, but Tony right. Hawk as a real Anthony had to be on this list. I understand. Okay. Well. A lot less, a lot fewer Anthony's that played sports than I thought. By the way, we'll get to those in a second. All right, let's take the next one. We mentioned it before. Carmelo Anthony would have been higher, but he can't win the big one. The next two did win the big one. That's why they're ranked higher. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, no arguments. Still Take playing. Global boxing. How about Anthony Joshua? Ooh. Multiple time WBC never heard of him. champ. I meant who? <laughs> Bull said he's never heard of him. <laughs> never heard of him. Bull, he's like probably the second most famous boxer in nobody, the world right now. Nobody gives a right crap. Right now. Right now, yeah. yeah but right. the problem is the sport is nowhere near where it used to be. Boxing ain't been hot since cycling. Like, literally, let's race around a track. I well, had hey, 100 years ago, the two most popular sports in the United States were boxing, boxing. and horse racing. We have a friend named Jason, and baseball, Jason but, Heron who yeah. loves boxing no, more than anything. Number one and number two were boxing. And, oh, you, and he, no, he, no, our friend Jason loves it. And we love just mentioning, yeah, but UFC's more popular now. And, and that nothing makes a boxing fan mad oh, than I know, mentioning I know. UFC. But it is, it is wildly outpaced boxing. I know. They Eventually. get defensive, though. Yeah. Okay. So honorable mentions who didn't make it. Anthony Rizzo. Anthony Edwards. Ooh. Here's number one, though. Anthony Rizzo better than all the guys you've mentioned so far. Anthony Davis. All right. Wow. NBA champ. Who was number two again? Ball in any trade uh, in NBA boxer. history. Anthony Joshua. Wait. Uh, that's there you a go. terrible Five best list. athlete Anthony's of all time. Car- Undisputed Car- list. Carmelo Undisputed. Anthony is two. No I mean, one, no one knows who Anthony Joshua yeah, is. First of all, this Just list is Just don't know who he is. If we're counting Tonys, then there's an easy number one and you left it out. Who? Tony Gwynn. Yeah, Tony Gwynn. Yeah. But was he an Anthony? Yes. Are you sure? Well, I did a lot of research on the best Anthony athlete list of all time. Yeah. Let's Wikipedia. Call one. Anthony. Mm-hmm. Call it up. I'm pretty sure. I'll what double check. What about Carl Anthony Towns? Tony Gwynn. Bum. Bum. <laughs> well, it is in his name. I know it's out of category, but I would like to throw in the band Tony, Tony, Tony for consideration <laughs> just because of the extreme Toniness of Google yes. Tony Gwynn. Uh, here we go. Tony Gwynn. Keith Gwynn Sr. Anthony Keith Gwynn Sr. On his Wikipedia, it says Anthony. I'm, not, I'm seeing Keith Gwynn. I'm not seeing Anthony Gwynn. Are you looking at his Wikipedia? Is, I'm well, looking at baseballreference.com. Yeah, careful with Wikipedia. You think Wikipedia is wrong? 
It, could, it, guys it won't just, be the first time. If you guys are just tuning in, uh, Bull and our producer are trying to look up and see whether Tony <laughs> Gwynn's name is actually Anthony or something else. Where else are you going to get this? Where are you going to get this footage? Thankfully, nowhere. Round what stone, they, thank you. If you listen to the radio ranch, 12 minutes of commercials. So what do you, you know, <laughs> who the hell wants that? I'm kidding. I would watch this all day. Well, at least it's a chance to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I see Keith on two websites. I don't see Anthony, but we'll put him as an honorable mention. But well, we got one more legitimate mention. topic we got to get to here, Bull, because this was and a Anthony Rizzo better than all those guys. Rizzo's not, but stop it. This is a Bull special. Yeah. You want to take it, Bull? The three Cleveland teams. Yeah. The players, okay. tidbits, history. So I, I the other day I don't know why this came up. One of I think maybe G. Yeah, G mentioned the other day. He's like I don't know if all three teams can win at the same time. Right? Was that you that said? I that? said I don't think the city all three teams can be supported because okay, all three supported. teams never win. And then Jason did uh, some uh, did a final thought about hey all three teams are in great shape right now. That was inspiring. It, it got it was inspiring and mm -hmm. it got me thinking. Uh, have all three teams ever made the playoffs in the same year? Right. So I went to my crack research staff, which is me trying not to make mistakes as I've made three <laughs> the last two days. Which is but Google. At least off the air, you know, I have time to like do it a little more, uh, spend a little more time. And I found that no, the Browns cap, and it's a little tricky with the Cavs because you got to decide which year you're going with. I for this exercise, although it didn't really matter, I went with the year the basketball season ended and year football started. Okay. Um. Yes. So and that's you know so the three teams have never gone to the playoffs in the same year. Right. The only time it would have happened was 1994. The Cavs made it, the Browns made it, but of course the that's Indians right. at the time would have made it, but. It was right. a strike, yeah. and they didn't go. Now, we don't know for sure they would have made it, but they probably would have. That was really the start of them being great. It was. It was really 94. But the Next season year, they ended, made it to the World Series. Right. The season ended, and, and we'll never know what would have happened. But they, I think they were, weren't they 20 games over 500? They were, they were in great position. Yeah. And I think the Reds were also having a great year. Yes. And I was excited because at the time I was working in Columbus, and I thought we could have an i At the Expos. World, World Series. Series. Right. Well, I was thinking Cincinnati and Cleveland. They were right. having great seasons. That's true. The Expos, I think, were really good that year, too. And they then were they, phenomenal they, that year. Right. Yeah, they, they were great. Were. They had all those good players. They ended up trading away. But anyway, so that's Some the only time. It, it, there's only been – that was – 94 is one of only three years where all three teams have been over 500. That's it. 2007, wow. and then I think the third one was 76. My, I can't – one year in the 70s. I can't remember the exact year. That's it. I you know the know. Indians were terrible for the 70s I, and 80s. That, I was thinking when I made that comment, yeah. I'm like, I've never seen all three teams be hot. Right. They're, but you know what? That's not uncommon. A decision. That, that, that's not uncommon. If you go to the, to the cities that have three – I forget. It probably is not uncommon. It's not, it's not uncommon. I mean, but there are some cities like Boston's probably had it. Happen. Well, but you know yeah. what? Even when Boston was having a great run with baseball right. and with football, now they have four, so it's yeah. a little different. But yeah. you know, you had years where the Celtics were down, which, and when I say down by their standards, you know, right. they weren't they weren't in championship. You may be right that it's other teams, but I think in particular the fact that it's only been three years that they've all, all been over five hundred. Yeah, now that is pretty crazy. It's sad, and, and only once since '94 have all three teams been over five hundred. That was 2007. I think if you injected them all with truth serum, I don't think they'd want to be good at the same time. Because oh yeah, absolutely. To your point, well, I don't, I don't think the that, Browns care, but the well, other the Browns two teams, still care. Yeah. But the well, other, to our market size, the Browns yes. take up so much oxygen; yeah. it doesn't matter. They go; right. it doesn't matter. Yeah. But for the other two, I don't know if they want all three to be. No, they don't. Who the, the teams time. themselves? Yeah, yeah. You're saying, I think yeah. they want to stagger it because there's just not enough economic dollars to go around. There are not all three. And well, that's why the Indians sold out 400 and because whatever the number of games it was in a row because the Browns were gone and a lot of families, particularly in Cleveland, which believe it or not is top of the list when it comes to poverty in the United States. 
there are many families here that don't have disposable dollars to go to these games. No, right. of course not. And and it's, but it's hard but to we as fans them. don't want them to not be good at the same time. No, hell no. I want them to win a championship every year, all three of them. Bull, you know this. Even Ohio State. Ohio State is a brand everywhere. Yeah. But if you turn the radio on and you said, I want to I want to start, you know this. I want to start with Buckeyes. They look at you like you're crazy. Like, yeah. we're not about to start. Ohio State is, is a good story, but it's not a huge, huge story in this market. No. Here. It would be right. interesting no. to see how many cities have, with three or three uh, major sports franchises, have done that consistently and how often that's happened. If it's yeah. a harder thing to do than we realize and we're just obviously more aware of but it. But we're going to put you in charge of that. Yeah, I'm sure it happens. I'll do but it. I'll I it. wonder how much that. Yeah, happens. I'm thinking about, but even like Chicago and New York, I'm sure it hasn't happened that well, many look times. At New York. And you can two throw teams New York to... out of the mix right away with the Knicks, and the Rangers have had long stretches of being horrible. Right. So I don't know the which three you pick. Yeah. What's you that? Just throw and the, the NHL stick. out. But then, like the Jets. Ideas. But with like Chicago, New York, you get two chances of a team. I mean, you can get six teams too. in some cities. Right. I would eliminate those yeah, teams but, with. But the reason I ultimately brought it up is because I think now we might get all three teams in the playoffs. Now, technically, I didn't realize. I don't know if this is right or not. I wasn't sure if the Cavs getting into the play-in counted as being in the no, playoffs. Because, no. like, wild card counts in baseball. Game. But it doesn't count in basketball. I didn't, no, wasn't sure about not. that, but yep. I know it doesn't now. Uh, so the Cavs didn't technically make the playoffs. I don't think the, in, I don't think the Guardians are making the playoffs this year. They got a chance, but I think ultimately they'll fall short. But I think by your standard, but in the next couple of years, I think we'll see all three at the same it's time. It's possible, and by your standard, you're yeah. using the end of the NBA season. Right. As the year, right. so if the if the Browns and the Guardians make the playoffs this year, then no, it's already the Cavs for twenty two. That ship is so twenty two is sailed. Yeah, right. but I think twenty three, right? Uh, there's a good chance, like because you assume Watson's going to play seventeen games in twenty three. The Guardians will have another year of experience for these young guys. Hopefully, they'll raise the payroll a little bit. Right, and the Cavs you'd think would only get better. So and the, probably, is the year this finally happened. And I next year so. we'll have Luke Travers back from Australia. Oh, of course. So which will be, that'll, that'll turn the tide. That's right. <laughs> I can't believe we sent him down. I thought he was here for good. What happened? It's really boy? disappointing. It is. They come and they go. They got a heck of a prize there in to happen. Let's go. They yep. come and they go. No, that's All good. right. That's good. Um, we're going to talk good bet, bad bet. Is that where you want to go? No, we got one more thing before good bet, bad bet. And this was something we talked about real quick on the pre-show meeting, but Adult autograph seekers. Oh, yeah. If you're oh. over the age of 12 or 13, maybe. I think I'm it's a sickened. terrible, I terrible I tweeted about look. this. This guy and is And you can take idiot. the uh, tag board here, Steve. We I have video. This came from. I would go higher than 12 from... or 13. I'd give you up to 18, 19, 20. Look at this guy. Yeah, this is oh. Why did you put my retweet on it where I cursed this guy out? He might. There's a reason why, Bull. <laughs> this turned my stomach. I will though. say, it's gross, but I will say this. He might be, like, slow. But you like think, he elbows a kid in the face. I know because he maybe he's, he has, he's has like maybe he might hey. be having some problems. If I, not, there's absolutely I, no excuse for that. I, I like where you're going with this. It, it, there's some people who. They're yeah, not I get age. it, but I'm not giving him the pass because I don't know. They so. present well, well. Yeah, let's assume the worst. <laughs> let's no, assume. you. I, I think you're probably right. I'm yeah. just trying to create a parachute for this guy right yeah, here. Yeah, I'm trying to get a. If land. not, he should start acting like that so yeah. that people don't think that he's a jerk. I mean, he's really reaching hard. I mean, I ain't never seen a grown man stretch that much. <laughs> no. To see another grown man's hand. And you know what's killed it for kids? Like we were all kids that went to a ballpark with yeah. a glove or a ball that wanted yep. to get an autograph signed. Players now are more leery than ever before of signing autographs yeah. because it's become a business. Oh, for sure. I saw a couple of years ago, it was, at a, it was at an Indians game, a couple of years ago, a grown man gave three baseballs to a young girl. 
and had her go to the to the front yep. steps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And these balls were signed. Boom, boom, That's boom. Smart. She walked right back up to this grown man who took him and put him in a bag and gave with her a other candy. memorabilia. I and it's a business. I respect that hustle. I get. Listen, I know it was gross. I love a good. I love I know a good it's low that people do that, but in the end, it's not that big a deal. That players making well, a ton of money. But players, what players like doing it to make a kid's day. Yes, you're they right. They hate doing it if they know in advance it's for profit. And they and that guy is doing it for profit. Agreed. At, but. I'd rather them sign for a kid that ends up doing it for profit I would than, too. than ignore the kids. I would, too. The only yeah. reason I brought that story up is I said players aren't right. – players know that that's going on, too. Yeah. Players and hate they, when people make money off of that. Absolutely. Yeah. They if don't they want don't that. they don't get a cut, it drives it, them And crazy. so when they see the guy that has all of the bags and everything yeah, – yeah. Here's all a, those Yeah, tools. ignore those. Those guys it, are it losers. It turns them off. Yeah. They're losers. Now they've – you know. So who who's – we all in the industry kind of, <laughs> some way, shape, or form. Is there any person – that you would plea bargain down your your moral compass to be like, or can, can I get this? No autograph? athlete, I, no. any any athlete, no, no athlete, no, not any of them. When I was, I shouldn't even. Admit, I was a kid. This when I was eighteen and just starting out, like I was working for a little daily rag newspaper. No mm -hmm. one's. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar came to town, and I got an autograph from mm. him. That was the one and only time. Yeah. Nobody. You ain't uh, bending. You ain't um, bending, dog. I gotta tell you, it's it. it you learned right away that that was just a line that wasn't to be you crossed. Just don't do that. Yeah, it just. I do. I do. And I'm pretty much old school with yeah, journalistic yeah. ethics. Yeah. I I, I, I'm be... so much more interested in picture a picture than an autograph. Oh uh, yeah, this point. pictures. Not pictures. Not, uh, pictures. No, I've been in pictures with guys. Yeah, pictures. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, pictures yeah. yeah. The yeah. only time I ever asked a player for an autograph was at a charity softball game. Some of the former Indians players that were there, I was getting it from my son. I was getting old, a baseball sign, but I was schmoozing with these guys. Like we, yeah. Carlos Baerga gave oh. me. I, but for myself, I would never ask a player for an autograph. Not that I, I know that I want one. The only two people I could ever think that I might ask for an autograph, and I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't. It would be like Billy Joel and Howard Stern, but I wouldn't ask them for an autograph. <laughs> even, but even, I want it. Even I love so those big so two, pictures. Though. So pictures, you wouldn't. <coughs> and is it a faux pas to even have like? So you, you guys know these. You, you interview and talk to them. If you go in somebody's basement and got the pictures up, you're like. But then again, you should know him, right? Is is <laughs> would you put a picture up or you just leave no, that in the no. phone somewhere? Yeah, no. I no. Wouldn't I, hang I got a picture of yeah. me and Shaq on my phone. That's interesting. But but I'm talking about the, in a man cave. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put that up in the man cave. So I have photos that were given to me sure. as gifts. Okay. Yeah, and I have. I'm trying to think now. Drake. Not mm. bad. I'm hanging that. I never have to interview him for. I'm not covering Drake. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm hanging that. And bro. there was another picture that was given to me, of myself and Joe Montana at a Super Bowl. It was a beautiful shot, framed, and I'm mm -hmm. like, hey. I, I hate to not hang this. It, it was a gift. And yep. there was a third picture that was a gift of me throwing a football to Chad Johnson. Mm -hmm. That was again framed and given right, to me right, as a right. gift. I, th I think that's fine. Off the know. top of my head, those are the three, the only three that yeah. I have. I, I sit out. in a cubicle across from uh, legend Leon Bibb. Um, oh yeah, look me. And, <laughs> oh, he's got a great one he, in his. He desk. has. And I have, I don't have mine up anymore, but I did it as a joke because it seemed like kind of a jerk move. But for a while, I did this. He has a photo of him interviewing Barack Obama. Like oh, just yeah, I'm there. taking that picture. And yeah. then, so I had a picture right across from my cubicle. It was just me and Big Chuck from Big Chuck and Little John. <laughs> I got my arm around him like this. Oh, yeah. That's oh, my, my equivalent. By the way, one of the time, one, that reminds me of a story. One of my first few months in Cleveland, I got so many people angry at me 
because somebody brought up Big Chuck and Little John. I'm like, who the hell are those guys? Oh, oh, people God. got yeah. so mad at me. Yeah. Almost got I kind of want to hit you. You know? <laughs> I mean, really. Uh, yeah. You got to no. know, know the ghoul. I was like here two months, and I'm like, I don't know who those guys are. Why would you? It's a ridiculous thing that still exists, but I love it. Deuces. I, I met Little no John idea. somewhere. We yeah. did something. I do have a together. picture on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> you have, and my, uh, oh, me Mikey, and Little John. You have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I've I'll, never heard of them. No, no, of no don't. But don't ever disparage them. Yeah. I was, I was, I was in town covering. I, I, it was either the, uh, it was either the Cavs in the playoffs or the, or the Indians in the playoffs. And I, I had, I was staying at the Westin. They said, I said, I need to please get my haircut. They said, go across the street. I go in there, and Little John's in there. Uh huh. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. Whoa, my, my, my head blew off. You know. And as we were introduced to one another, and he said, do you mind if, if we do a picture? And I said, no, not at all. And I wasn't sure what to do, but I did <laughs> I know. I did get down on one knee. He's, he's seen it all. I know he has. That guy's so fine with it. chill. Right, but, yeah. picking him up. So they yep. took, yeah, no. They, they used my phone to take the picture. Uh-huh. So I do have that picture That's still great. on yeah. my phone. And I don't even know that he ever got it because I never oh, got yeah. his contact you know was, information it, to send it This to is him. an interesting little tr- Cleveland, like, sports nugget. He had a jewelry store downtown forever right. on Prospect called Rinaldi Jewelry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you would, when you go to Jacobs Field at the time, uh, we would stop, we'd walk past Rinaldi Jewelry, and sure enough, he's a little person, and you would just see his head behind the counter. Like, <laughs> and as a kid who grew up watching Big Chuck and Little John, I, it was like, I'm like, he, he is so famous. I see the top of his head <laughs> on the way into every Indians game back in the day. You'd stop. There's Cleveland royalty. Yep. Culture, culture counts, right? Yeah. When you say little John in Cleveland, they think one person. When you say yeah. little John in outside me, of Cleveland, but think of how I'm like, UG. I'm like yeah, Usher. Where where you saw? Think of how insane that concept is to anyone outside of town. It makes sense. Yeah. Like no, it's this giant guy and a little person who still hosts horror movies. That's what I think of. What? Um, good bet, bad bet. Yeah, good bet, bad bet. And before we do that, we just got to remind you guys, tomorrow is the last day to enter the contest for the Guardians tickets. Get on. Get in there. Grand prize, a four-pack of tickets to the Astros game, plus some swag and autograph memorabilia. We're also giving away two other four-packs of tickets. Over 1,500 people have already entered, so if you haven't, get in on that. And we're going to announce the winner, I believe, next week. Don't quote me on that, but I believe right. it's coming next week. WKYC.com slash contest to enter. And now... Wait, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. We're less than 700 subscribers away from 11,000. That's our goal for the end of the month. We want to get there before the end of the month. So help us get there. 11,000. And I think Anthony told me this early because I, I don't know the YouTube space. I don't know. Yeah. I know nothing about this. I won't pretend to. But I asked the other day, is 10,000 like a, a great number? And yeah. I think Anthony told me this. It puts you. It puts us in the top 20%. Of all YouTube pages, right? Yeah, there's in a gajillion. That's YouTube because pages. there's so much crap online. Well, frankly. that's true. I mean, it's, I mean that, the anybody great can thing start about, a channel. The great thing about YouTube in the current world is that anybody can start a channel. Yes. And the bad thing is that anybody can start a channel. <laughs> that's those true. Are the two problems. But, but it's still very impressive. Top, we've been here for 51 shows. Very impressive. Yeah. We're in the top 20 percent, and yeah. and we're aiming higher. It's pretty cool. Shout all out right. to Stat Boy. I appreciate that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well done. All right. Let's see the standings yesterday. Big day. We have a new second place arrival. Jay this is surpassed. crazy. I've been just taking these L's, bro. And Bull went 3-0 yesterday. Where is Mike's cat picture? 
Yeah, it won't work. I know. Uh, I went three and zero again. I'm really starting to pull away here. I actually watched the last two minutes of that soccer match that we you texted wow. that to yeah. us yesterday, and I thought <laughs> I need Bull to find a hobby. <laughs> He's got to have a hobby. Two minutes. I'm like, where does this guy get time? I'm like, bro, you watch. I was doing. It was my computer time. I was doing all like my paying my bills and doing all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what's the score? Of this. Oh, it's tied one-one with two minutes left. Let me put it on. Sure. <laughs> Said no one else on this panel ever. <laughs> Zero. Said no one else on this planet at well, right. this country ever. Yeah, I, I, I got a kick out of that yeah. when, you, when you texted that. Right, so let's that, get I just to today's games. He needs yeah. a hobby. I do. First one, Yankees underdog run and a half. Astros game one of the doubleheader. Everyone said good bet. No movement on the standing. No yeah, movement. I mean the Yankees like are the best that. team. In, I mean the Astros are really good too. But Astros I, are great. If I get a run with the Yankees, I'm always going to take it. You know the Astros kind of beat up on the Yankees. Javier Vasquez the was the one who's pitching today in game one through yeah. the no-hitter against them earlier this year. Yeah. Who? Javier. Uh, Christian Vasquez. Yeah, Christian, Christian Vasquez. Vasquez. Christian Javier. Christian, Christian Javier. Javier. So I had, two, I had the yeah, right you, names, you yeah. mixed the two Javier players. Javier Vasquez was a pitcher for you know, the Yankees and White Sox back in the day. Back, right. The and that's, I think. Got I, my names mixed up. Yeah. That's what he I was I knew what I was talking about. I think these are two of the best in They're probably the two best teams in baseball. So that cheating thing really didn't count. It was just actually good. Apparently not. Well, they cheated, and uh, then I mean, they got better again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what does it, they, were, they were good without it. They didn't, and I'm sure other teams are cheating. All right, next game. Dodgers, one and a half run favorites over the Giants. Hmm. Hey, Bush, you're the lone good better. Lone the center here. I need, I need to catch up. In. I need to catch up. Dodgers, it's the first. You, you expect your best pitcher to go first game after the break. Dodgers are actually going with their fifth starter, Mitch White. Is that? Yeah, that's... You do if if you have the luxury of setting up your rotation. That yeah, way, right. You can do that. I mean, Kershaw, Kershaw pitched in the Kershaw did pitch in the All-Star game. So did Tony Gonsolin. But I don't. I, I don't even know that Kershaw Gonsolin pitched too. And their other, you know, I guess they could have gone with Urias, but maybe he pitched Sunday. I I don't know. Okay, what's the third one? Last one over seven and a half runs in the Tigers A's game. Jay, cool. you're on the good well, side. Good. Of That's where here. I'm going to pick up on. This one's definitely going over. Yeah, no, I was uh, listening to the Tigers-Guardians game before the break. I think yeah. it was Sunday when they put all the runs up. Yeah. And, they, you know, they left this – they had a young starter out there. They left him in there way past the time that he should have. But their pitching is absolutely atrocious. And but their hitting is atrocious, I, yeah, too. Thing. Well – <laughs> I, I'm just I'm banking on they're going to give up seven and a half runs. That's right, possible. I think, but the A's are so bad. I think the A's have the worst offense in baseball. Boy, they both they like they got a minor league team right now. Can we yeah. talk about how many good bet bad bets we cycled through today before we got? To I the... do want to apologize to you guys. <laughs> <for that. laughs> Jason, to explain it. Well, I I, I woke up like seven thirty, seven forty five or so, and he'd already sent out. The t- and I'm looking through. It's like, nope, not this one. Good bet, bad bet. Mike didn't then, realize baseball. No, wait, hang back. on. We're gonna do this one. No, well, hang on, hang on. Sorry. The Let's first three that yeah, he sent are the, are the ones that I, I just I think my only reply it was, like was soccer and WNBA. My reply was wow, because I looked at these games and one of them was like a lumberjack competition. It was, women, it was the European Women's Cup. Uh huh. Yeah, it was women's European like World Cup or World European Cup. I'm like. That's Germany versus Austria, Netherlands versus France, under two and a half goals, Sweden versus Belgium. And you, that was the first one. Yeah, that was the first one. And I just replied, wow. And then ignore that. Here's the real one. Germany, Austria, Atlanta, Dream, LA Sparks, WNBA. He put WNBA in parentheses just to make sure we were clear. 
And then in a second, WNBA fever aces. Sorry again. This is the real one. I swear. Never been more excited for three Guardians bets than tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't the end, though. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Then he sent out the oh, yeah, Then yeah, I sent the three. Sent out the yeah. Room. It's just so hard because you just never know how the ne- if the Netherlands are going to show up or not. <laughs> On any given night, you don't know who you're going to get. You're what sport was that? Soccer, soccer. Okay, women's soccer. Euro Cup. Oh, I see. <laughs> Which most of us follow pretty consistently. Yeah, yeah, obviously, but these matchups we just didn't know yep. anything about. Yeah, that was my bet. I'll, I'll take the L on that one. <laughs> it I'll was awesome. It was right, hard. We final takes time here. It is. All right, well, you're up first. Let me start off, guys. We just talking a little bit about the Guardians. The Guardians start the. I say I hate to say the second half because we're technically past the halfway point, but you get it. We got about what 70 games left, roughly. The Guardians are not actually far out of the last wild card spot, but in reality, when you look at this, how good the American League East is, and you got the Astros and the Mariners playing great baseball, I think the Guardians' path to the playoffs, if there is one, is the division because nobody's very good in the American League Central. Uh, the White Sox are, medi- are slightly above average. The Guardians are slightly above average, and so are the Twins. White Sox, no very good team. So how do they get there? Well, they're going to set the tone right after the break. They have an eleven-game road trip to start the second. Think about this. Their last home game was sat- was last Saturday because they got rained out Sunday and then the All-Star break. They don't play at home again until August 1st. Dang. That's trade deadline day, that afternoon. It's a Monday. They moved the deadline to August 1st this year because the 31st was on a Sunday. So the next 11 games are really going to go into a long way into whether or not the Guardians go all in on trying to win this year. And what do they have to do on these 11 road games? Play the White Sox for four, the Red Sox for four, and the Rays for three. That is a very, very tough road trip. Now, I'm a little nervous about it. I don't have a great feeling they're going to win that many games, but I hope, I very hope, that I am wrong because they need to play strong in these 11 games to get the owner to move on the budget a little bit and the front office then to do their job, which they usually do well when given the opportunity with the budget, to go out and get some reinforcements. This team badly needs a couple of bats, add another pitcher, even another guy in the bullpen mix. The only way that's going to happen is if the team plays great on this very tough 11-game road trip. I have a quick one for you guys. This one's pretty painful. I was up late last night thinking about it, and pretty sure we shouldn't have traded Baker Mayfield. Wow. (laughs) Listen, not as a long-term solution, you guys. I know, I know. But we're talking about quarterbacks. We're like, oh, they're, they're trying out Josh Rosen. Uh, I mean, we're, look where we're at, you guys. And we ha- we're, what are we trying to do right now? We're trying to get a quarterback. That's our weakest position right now, as far as I'm concerned, is that quarterback room only because of the uncertainty and because our backup behind our current starting quarterback, which would be Jacoby Brissett, is literally wants to be an astronaut. That's not ideal. He's thrown 14 passes in his entire NFL career, and that's, not, that's just not a very comforting thing. Knowing that if Brissett goes down, we're in a real bad spot. Now, so what are we doing? We're bargain basement shopping right now and trying to find somebody. We're just like, uh, I don't know, is uh, Fitzpatrick, is he still playing or is he an analyst now? That's literally where we're at. We had somebody on payroll that we are still paying for who has been competent in the past, has healed up, and we have this, we have this team that is ready to go. That's the only thing. Uh, this isn't because I love Baker. It's not because I think that he's a better quarterback. It's not because I think that he, like, he might win the job or be here next year. I'm talking about this year, right now, when this team is ready to go, and we are uncertain at this point, leading very close to training camp, as far as not only who our starting quarterback is going to be, but who's going to be backing this person up. And I would feel a little more comfortable if we had a quarterback on our roster who is already paid for, and we are paying for him, who has some experience, 
and I know all the stuff about Baker and about we got to get him out the headache out of the locker room. I guess I'm just at a point where I'm like, guys, grow up. We, we have this great opportunity here, and I hope that we're not blowing it because we just unloaded a headache that maybe we shouldn't have. That's all. You guys can all yell at me later. I intentionally <laughs> put this right here so, so that you guys react. couldn't yell at me right now. No, Go listen, ahead. I've been Fair saying enough. that for three months, and they've been yelling at me the yes, whole time, so now I can true. deflect some of the <laughs> hey, yelling to all you. Right, we'll, t- we'll finish that later. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I'm actually going to piggyback off of Bowles. I was thinking about this earlier. And I, I think last week when I was in, I, I sort of dismissed the Juan Soto thing, and I don't. I think you guys probably discussed it last week, but I, I got to tell you, I've I've started to come around a little bit. It's not an ideal circumstance, and, and Zach Meisel, I thought, wrote a terrific story. He didn't. I didn't even know it was coming because I wanted to have this conversation with him, and he wrote exactly what I was thinking. If this was next year, I think it would be the perfect opportunity to go all in on Juan Soto. I'm not ready to say that, but I think it's a discussion worth having because of everything that we've talked about, because of the roster imbalance of 40 man, they need to make a move like this. It's just, I feel like it's a year too early. And the other problem with that, he's got two and a half years of control and you're not going to let him walk for nothing. They never do that. You always protect the asset. They would trade him with the year left. So basically you get two postseason runs with him this year and next year, and then you'd have to trade him after next year. Hmm. You'd probably also hold on to Shane Bieber. Whereas I thought they would trade him this winter. If you do the Soto move, you probably hold on to Bieber and you trade him with a year out. So you really got a year and a half window here, and then you would so, you would sort of trade him again and reload for, for more prospects that would hopefully be, it would help rebalance and reset where you're at with, with the farm system right now because they're, they're so overloaded and they had so many guys they would have to protect on the 40. Hopefully with the Bieber and Soto eventual trades, they would be guys that would not be on the 40. So it would help rebalance that a little bit. It's obviously the most glaring need on this team is outfield bats. They've got some guys that they like a little bit that, you know, Quan has shown a fl- some flashes. Oscar Gonzalez has shown some flashes. Nolan Jones has looked good. Juan Soto obviously is a huge upgrade over what they have. They have the ammo to make this trade. And I was a little bit concerned with the arbitration price. Could they pay the arbitration money that Soto would command in, in, in over the winter? I think they probably could. You know, they were pursuing Matt Olson, knowing that he was going to have a big number. They gave a lot of that money to Jose in his in his sort of restructure. But I still think there's probably room to add Soto. It then becomes a matter of, okay, well, then where else do we – because obviously that's an all-in move. So what else do you need after that? And, and is it worth sort of really unpeeling your farm system uh, to, for the move that would have to come after, for the one or two moves that would have to come after to push all in? To Bull's point, the division is there for the taking. They could, they could really make a run with someone like that, with an impact bat like that, and maybe one more move. I just would feel so much better if we were a year ahead. Mm-hmm. If this was next year and then Soto had two and a half years left, I would be pounding the table. This is the move to make go all in. It makes me a little bit nervous about this year, but I absolutely think it's a conversation worth having. Solid. Mm. Very solid. You forgot Anthony Munoz, by the way. Good point. Oh. Still on that, huh? Mm-hmm. And I, how did I forget about Anthony? I Munoz? forgot about that top five lift list 10 seconds after yeah, it was G. Bush, done. we're on final takes. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, man. One of the takes that I get from uh, uh, Didi is, you know, you know, I, as a fan, at some point in time, we, we got to ask ourselves, when are the Cleveland Browns going to make that step? And the step doesn't really necessarily come on the field between the lines. The step comes and you're making your mind up before you hit the season that we're not playing no more games. At some point in time, you got to stop being stepchildren to the rest of these people in this division. This is the reason, and I'll give them credit. I'll give Haslam's the credit because they took a lot of heat. They took a lot of picks. 
they gave him away and they said, listen, we gonna need y'all to come out here and we gonna go get a, a franchise quarterback because we didn't think we could compete with the one we had. I'll give them credit. They did what they needed to do and they took that heat and now they, they somewhere in Europe uh, <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> they don't want no smoke, but here's the part. Here's the point. <laughs> the guys that's left in this locker room. I see a lot of guys getting paid like top notch ball players. Miles Garrett just got the bag. Denzel Ward got the bag. John Johnson got one of the biggest contracts. You got two guards, you know, that, that we I'll give it Mike Pope Jr. And, and, and uh, Jason, two guards. You getting guards. Guards never got money before. Mm -hmm. So while your quarterback is out, I need y'all to do something. I need you to be dominant. I need you, Davian Clowney, to get over 10 sacks this year. I need Miles Garrett to have that 20 sack season. And we might need Kareem Hunt to have almost a thousand yards and, and Nick Chubb getting 1,200, 1,300 yards. The pieces and parts is here. It's the mentality that we got to get to. Until we make up our mind that we're not about to lose to the Ravens and the old Browns and the, and the Bengals and the Steelers every single year. We got to make it up in our minds that we're going to go out there and we're going to play nasty. We're going to play tough. We're going to play physical every single game because that's what's going to take to get to the playoffs this year. That's long overdue. Mm -hmm. uh, do you want me to go back to yesterday's final take? Do you still have those clips or did you not carry those over? I forgot. I did not carry those over. All right, that's okay. I got to stand by. Uh, yesterday, I think it was yesterday. I, I, I first saw it yesterday um, or, or this morning, the, the follow-up tweet. A woman named Jennifer Simpson sent out a tweet that basically said she was selling a couple of items. One of them was a JJ Watt jersey. One of them was a pair of shoes. And at the bottom of her tweet, she said she was selling these items because she was trying to raise money to pay for her grandfather's funeral. And uh, I actually saw the story that was written about this. JJ Watt saw the tweet and tweeted back, don't sell your items. We'll help with the funeral. And that's not a one-off for J.J. Watt. That's who he is. He is that dude, and he has done a lot of this kind of stuff, as I'm sure most sports fans are well aware of. But I, I, we talked earlier about players and wanting to deal with fans when it comes to autographs. Uh, these are the kinds of stories that I most love in sports because these guys hear a lot of criticism, a lot of people yelling at them, you suck, you're terrible, you're this, you're that. And sometimes you can understand why they tune all fans out because of it. Well, J.J. Watt and a small gesture of paying for a woman's grandfather's funeral kind of sets the bar for all other athletes to be kind. Be kind where you can. And if you're blessed enough to have resources and you can share them, you have an obligation to do that. Hats off to J.J. Watt. Indeed. Big Absolute. move. Absolute. Big move. Uh, McNuggets, you want to tease what's coming up tomorrow? We got DeQuell. We got a DeQuell turn. We're going to do some head coaching uh, power rankings, see mm -hmm. where Kevin Stefanski ranks. How would you rate his hot seatness? And I got a fun Guardians game for you guys that I'm still workshopping Love the it. name, but we'll play right. it tomorrow. Love a Guardians Very good. game. Okay, we're uh, on 22-hour break in 15 seconds or so. Thanks for watching today. We're back tomorrow. We'll close out the week with another excellent show. Thanks for watching the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. See you tomorrow. Hey, peace.